welcome to a new podcast where we're breaking through and breaking it down with a new girl, your host, Dawn Piercy. Welcome to a new podcast. My name is Dawn Piercy. I am your host. I am excited to bring you today Shay. He's an award-winning music artist, producer. He's the owner of Think Tank Music and Media, and he's the festival director of the Northern Touch Music Festival and Conference, and has been the morning show host of CIUR 104.7 FM. Shay, it's great to have you on a new podcast. How are you doing? Hi, Dawn. I'm feeling much better now that the, uh, I'm out of the rain. Good, good, good. <laughs> I know it's been uh, quite a minute to get you on here, but we did it, and we're here, so I'm excited to bring him to you. Now, tell us about the WCMA, so your audience knows a little bit, our audience knows a little bit more about that, and um, well as well <laughs> as other awards that you've won. Sure. Um, so, more recently, <clears throat> I was nominated for the Urban Artist of the Year. Uh, from the Western Canadian Music Awards. So the WCMAs are a um, an awards ceremony celebrating uh, the ge- geographic location in the western side of Canada. Okay. Um, so basically, I'm in the central part of Canada, so this goes all the way over to BC. Um, it would be kind of like just, we have like the Junos, which is like the Grammys, and then this would be just below kind of like you know, it's more territorial than it is the entire uh, uh, the entire country. Mm-hmm. So it's still it's an amazing um, you know I'm, it's amazing opportunity and amazing thing that I was nominated um, and uh, and I'm really really excited for it. I've been nominated for also this year the Indigenous Music Awards, nice, um, which is uh, out here in Winnipeg every year annually, and uh, I was nominated for Engineer and Producer of the Year for my work on uh, Helen Back's record. Uh, 1491 okay and um, yeah basically so up for my production and then up for my artist stuff as well so well big congratulations because that's awesome I know that takes a lot of work and you have to be a very busy man (laughs) now you just released your latest single Perrier did I say that right I hope I said that right yeah okay good 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 absolutely (laughs) uh with post-war and um it was produced with euthoria tell us about that and also about the one you were featured in with shah cool yeah so perrier is my most recent single uh i'm part of a collective here of artists in the city called stick city cult um we're basically a group of artists who are um, who maybe sort of felt a little bit left out or a little mm-hmm. bit different. And so we've tried to kind of band together and bring ourselves together. So um, there's been some interesting articles about just how progressive the group is and all that sort of thing. And uh, and Pogeswar is one of the rappers from the crew. Okay. And uh, so the song, him and I are sober. Uh, we've been sober for a couple of years now. So we, we don't drink or anything. So when we, when we go out, we actually drink sparkling water. We drink Perrier. So when we were in the studio together, we were making jokes about how like we'd have a bunch of like Perrier and different types of water and stuff. And it's kind of like a hip hop term these days to, to talk about like, you know, water being like diamonds and that sort of thing. Right. So, so this is, so this is sparkling water. So this kind of takes us to that next point. So it was kind of, it was, it, the idea was that it was kind of be flashy and to be like kind of um, uh, just very different with it. And then um, Euthoria, I actually produced the beat originally 
um, and sent it to Euthoria over in the UK, uh, who I've been working with a bunch, and so okay. is Post War. He's a really amazing producer out there. Um, and uh, and then he he basically came back with some changes that he made, and we we worked on it together. Um, and then once the video or once the song was done, we started working on the video with uh, director um, Sky Spence, and uh, and basically we're just wrapping up kind of uh, the rollout for the video, which will be coming soon. Mm-hmm. And the video concept itself was um, to kind of challenge uh, masculinity and hip hop a little bit, and uh, and really uh, for me. I haven't really told people this in like an interview publicly, but it's to kind of create some controversy and to kind of create (laughs) conversations. Um, I just know with myself coming from old traditional hip hop, uh, there's a lot of like uh, hyper masculinity. um, You know, there's a lot of um, uh, just... uh, a lot of bigotry a lot of like a lot of crap so like so we're kind of like going head first into that um post-war is um uh post-war and i basically are in the shop getting our nails done which is traditionally not something that uh, a, ma- a man would do but we're getting our nails done <laughs> and uh in the video i specifically wanted to find androgynous models uh-huh. um so we have two androgynous models who basically have post-war myself chained up um and the idea the idea and the aesthetic of it was that men are typically called dogs and typically called you know animals and so the idea was to give us that animal like front while you know we had our kind of true androgynous selves holding chain holding onto the chains and trying to keep it from you know being ridiculous and then and then and then adding on to that the idea that um uh just just being different and being Mm -hmm. okay with being different and that um that true masculinity really comes from in my opinion uh being being yourself amen now i gotta ask did you get your nails painted or did oh you yeah just... yeah i get my nails painted all the time <laughs> what which color is which did is you like get? yeah which is which is one of those things so you know you have like the old hip-hop guys who are like oh you get your nails painted oh you're such a like weirdo oh you're such a freak and like whatever and it's like you know it's 2019 things aren't really like that anymore and so like I personally, I enjoy it. I have, I go with my partner to get our nails done. Her and I usually tend to match our nails, match our hair, match clothing. Like it's just, we have matching tattoos. We're just, we just are like that. So. Two peas in a pod. Okay. Yeah, but she, we're, we're, she sings we're one too, don't she? We, we never even became two peas. <laughs> <laughs> now she, she sings too, don't she? Your other half. No, she doesn't actually. She doesn't? She's not involved in music whatsoever. No, she's. Uh, um, What's her no, take she's, on? Uh, uni- she's a university student. She loves. Uh, she loves helping me out with um, the kind of creative aspect of everything. Um, nice. She's uh, like she's actually in the Perrier music video. She's washing my feet. <laughs> okay, I, I okay. 
<laughs> that's funny. It's it's quite the video. It's it's amazing. But um, yeah, there's a uh, the little like foot washing areas, and so she's one of the masked uh, women who are, are are in the video. So she's um she's awesome. She's my best friend. Like like uh, there's nothing I could do without her. Um, Love it. But no, she doesn't. She doesn't sing. Mm-hmm. She doesn't do anything like that. She's my support system. She does come on tour with me because. I mean, uh, yeah, I've I seen her in a lot of pictures I, with you, and that's that's what I was asking because I always yeah no, she's just like we're inseparable. That's about it. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. I think that's everybody's goal, isn't it? So tell us where your passion for music and broadcasting started, and how did you get your start? Um, my. St- start in broadcasting so i did go to broadcasting school um thinking you know maybe i should have a backup plan for music and Mm -hmm. and just kind of being creative uh found that i really didn't enjoy um the radio industry all that much Mm -hmm. and that there was just a lot of um i preferred the internet um i love the platform that you're working on um, like working on i love the idea that you know like you said you don't have to even you can don't have to go anywhere and the content is great like do you know what i mean like it's like it's crazy that we live in a day and age that you can create content that i will sit and watch for half an hour and you haven't even changed your pants you know what i mean like you're still (laughs) djs and i'm like and in my in my head i'm like this is the greatest era of my life i can make a movie in my pajamas have it on the internet by this afternoon and it could be spread around the world like i love that So yeah. for me, broadcasting just felt a little too old. I think that I'm just like, uh, I think that I'm a little too interested in innovation and technology. Um, so so broadcasting was interesting because it had some music. It had some elements of sales in it because I did work a little bit in the sales and advertising and that sort of thing. So that was cool. But then when it got down to it, I was just like, oh, no, I, I don't want to be making like, you know, I don't want to be doing this every single day and playing the same music and not having the freedom of like whatever you know right yeah absolutely now i know that you've performed at several festivals yourself uh including you had the 2018 european tour um Mm -hmm. new school rules in the netherlands um m-i-d-e-m in france and germany and poland and belgium and of course north american tour um at the fire festival in canada can you tell us what we can expect next so once the video comes out, uh, that'll probably be the big thing for me. I'm hoping that uh, a lot of people go and check out the video and I'm kind of talking to Perrier right now to see if there's something that we can like work on together. Um, and then I have another single to follow up um, called Goth Girls, which is all about my fascination and love for Goth Girls. <laughs> and uh, and then I have an album, which I haven't really announced officially but um i signed a record deal with um big head on the beat which is a producer from the u.s who produced uh, gucci gang he produces little people okay. tracy and so i'm working on a six song ep which will be in the like emo rock trap rap lane so okay nice nice oh what have you learned yourself from touring and um can you share with us your favorite part about it and what has been your favorite all-time city that you've been to? Mm. Oh, what are some of the things that I've learned from touring? I have learned how to uh, 
cook in a hotel room with no utensils. So, like, I've figured out how to make hard-boiled eggs in a coffee maker, and I've <laughs> figured out how to, like, uh, oh, my goodness. <laughs> I've figured out the way to get free into the gym for free everywhere you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, Bonus perks. This, yeah, it's... Uh, it, it, Touring for me has been very different in the past two years. About two years ago, I lost 80 pounds and I quit drinking. Um, and I became very, very health conscious mm-hmm. and uh, very much gym driven. So touring for me has been a very different um, sort of thing. I'm mm-hmm. usually looking for the nearest gym. I'm looking for the nearest grocery store place. I'm looking for the ability to eat raw and whole foods on tour. Um, so... I would say that is probably the biggest thing I've learned, how to be healthy on the road. Um, But I learned all the bad things as well, like when too much, when is too much to drink, when is too much of everything. So so I learned the better lessons now later on in my life. And now you can be a good influence, right? Because absolutely, it's... It's a hard, I don't want to say hard life, but very busy and time consuming and you're scheduled and you don't get a lot of free time. That I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. And it is. And, and, and that's unfortunately, it's made it hard to do the sightseeing portion of it. So what my favorite city would be is probably, oh, like I've got so many. I love the Netherlands. I really love Rotterdam and I love Amsterdam. I don't think I would live in Amsterdam, but I'd live in Rotterdam for sure. And I've got Turkish friends out there. Um, shout out Al and, 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 and everybody out there is so, so nice. Mm-hmm. Um, I did really enjoy Vienna when I was out there. Um, I am a kind of, I'm a European person, I think. Like, I really like Europe. Um when we were out there, m- m- my partner and I were both Spanish and we never really had any interest in Europe in the sense of like, like, it was, you know how some people are like, you know, born Scottish and they're like, I got to go to Scotland before. Right. Like, I got to go back to the motherland type of thing. So it was never really like that. And then when we went, we were like, we were like this, I love everything about it. It's so classy and it's so like old and so much culture. Like it's so interesting. So um, I think generally Europe has been my most attractive. Like if we, if we were going to move, we'd either move to a farm or we'd move to somewhere in Europe right now. How much is a tour to Europe? I'm asking for myself. Cause I want to go one day. <laughs> you know what? It's actually kind of funny. Like the, the, Touring Europe, the first time I did it, because when you're breaking new market, you're obviously not making any money. So right. you're 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 going to spend money to, to be out there. Um, so the first year that I went out there, it was a lot of how to like how to save money. You know, what's funny is that when you travel with a group of four people out there, it becomes super cheap. Really? It's actually it's actually more expensive when you have like one or two people mm-hmm. or you have like 20 people. But that perfect amount of four or six that can sleep in one of the um, that basically can stay in a hostel in Mm -hmm. one room because usually it's bunk beds or whatever. And if you're cool with that, it ends up being like 20 bucks a bed. 
So I mean, that's like, not bad. Like yeah, so like, you'll get a room with the bathroom, and yeah, you're with four of your friends. But I mean, it's not terrible. Like, I mean, it's right. definitely worse places that I've stayed. So it's actually not as like crazy. When you start getting into hotel rooms, that's ridiculous. Like, I went to Luxembourg one time, mm-hmm. and Luxembourg is like this little like I don't even know like a state that's below Belgium that literally is just a city of banks and it's like so like it's one of the places where everybody put their money during the war and so it's extremely expensive and we got caught there with no Airbnb and no um and and no uh hostel to stay at and so we were like okay well we got to stay somewhere let's last last thing is go check the hotels right twelve hundred twelve hundred dollars a night canadian what yeah, That's not only insane. that, but the coffee machine was literally a, uh, like, you could boil the water and it was instant coffee packs. Like, it wasn't like, a, you know, you think at like $1,200, you get like a nice, like, espresso machine in there. Nobby, that is not what Oh my gosh. <laughs> wow. Well, I will keep that in mind. Absolutely. Do not go to Luxembourg. <laughs> uh, tell us about Think Tank Music and Media. And also about being the festival director at the Northern Touch Music Festival. And um, well, music is like anything else. You wear a ton of hats. I'm a producer. I'm a songwriter. I'm helping manage people's careers, project management here and there, managing my own career. You do everything. And so Think Tank Music and Media was actually, when I was working in advertising, which I did quite a bit, I kind of needed a a storefront that didn't seem as music oriented. It was a little bit more corporate. Um, So Think Tank was kind of my corporate sort of response to that. Um, But what I realized over the years was that it was becoming too separate. So um, the business that I was doing uh, with, with advertising didn't know that I was working with these independent artists and the independent artists that I knew didn't know that I was working with these big businesses. Mm -hmm. So a few years back, there was a group that I was working with called Moody times Two, these two uh, sisters. And I was working on their album. It was a folk album at the time, like a pop folk album, Mm -hmm. um, these two indigenous women. And I ended up placing their song in a dove commercial that I was working on. So I was like, man, I have to bridge these two worlds here. Like, you know what I mean? I've got all this independent music. I've got all this advertisements that I'm work, work, working on and all that sort of thing and radio and all that. So I was like, okay, you know what I've realized is that most businesses are trying to stand out and be unique and act like a rock star. And most rock stars have a real problem with their business. So I recognize that that's kind of what Think Tank Media was. So I was helping artists write grants and get their, their business stuff figured out. Okay. And then on the business end of things, I was connecting them with really cool people, connecting them with really cool music, connecting them with independent artists. You know, when Dove is like, hey, do you know any artists who are like, you know, female, that'd be great for this video. Here's the video we're doing. I'm like, yeah, I'm working with two sisters who are recently single moms. Like, I'm like, these are this is exactly the music you need for this so it was like it's just perfect little uh, synergies like that is where think tank came from and then later on in life um a few years down the road i uh was traveling and doing all these festivals and i was like why isn't there a festival like this in canada uh these showcase festivals so i basically started the showcase festival because i'm that guy who's obviously doesn't have enough to do with his life and uh and was like you know what i'm gonna create a festival i'm gonna create a place for people to um to go perform, showcase, get business done, and uh, and and really be there for for the community. 
and it started out with 30 bands and now we're at 90 bands and like a thousand people the conference has but i think this year we had about 70 people 80 people in the conferences um so it's getting up to almost 100 people at the education stuff and uh and then after parties and uh, we do three days of music it's downtown winnipeg uh, outdoor stage okay. uh, we had the mayor come visit again this year so it's it's yeah it skyrocketed into something big so <laughs> that's awesome now where can our audience stream and purchase your music and follow you on social media to keep up with what you got going on I am at Music by Shay pretty much everywhere. S H E A Music by Shay. Um, check out Spotify. S H E A. Um, you can. I think. I believe uh, that it is on my Instagram as well, which is Music by Shay. There's a link there, a link tree or a smart URL where you can find pretty much access to everything, YouTube and all that sort of stuff. Okay. Uh, hit me up online i respond to pretty much every dm that i can i'm like uh, i'm very personable and really like to talk to people and connect with people so that's a big okay, thing good. for me um itunes spotify is my the one that i use the most right now but um soundcloud youtube uh pretty much anywhere you consume music and if you cannot find it on any of those platforms email me directly and i will send it to you <laughs> <laughs> now for our audience uh, go to our platform on anypodcast.com, click Shay's feature photo, and it will take you to his bio page. I've provided all the links there for you. You can stream his music as well as check out his latest music video too. Now, um, Shay, if you had one thing that you'd want to say to the world, what would it be? Uh, if I had one thing to say to the world, what would it be? Eat your vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that got me. <laughs> That's too funny. Eat your vegetables. Well, I want to thank you for being a new guest. It's been great having you on. You're hilarious. Uh, be sure to follow Shay. And if you like this episode, be sure to click like, share so other people can enjoy it. Subscribe to keep up with all the new guests and everything we have going on on a new podcast.com. And uh, if you feel fit to buy me a cup of coffee once a month for bringing you these episodes, you can do so on our anchor.fm platform under a new podcast. Until next time, this is Dawn Piercy and Shay signing off. Keep it real. Ciao. Bye.